0: Today, we're going to be talking about when your friends, family, or significant other doesn't support you on your phys- fitness journey.
1: Mm, this is a juicy topic. We get this question a lot. Actually, you guys have DM'd us about it a lot. So here we are. We're bringing it to a podcast just for you. So this will really apply to like friends. You, you might have hating coworkers, right? Coworkers like to hate, right? Absolutely. They like Absolutely. to be passive aggressive. They're some
0: of the best ones.
1: They like to to hate and talk shit about your diet. Yeah. In front of your back, behind your back, everything.
0: At the lunch table.
1: Yeah, like, why is that? Why are you eating that? Like, what kind of green beans are them? Like, aren't all green beans the same? I mean, literally everything. But sometimes people aren't doing it just because they're hating. So we'll talk about some of that stuff, too. But before we kind of dive into what to do, we want to talk to you guys about... This stuff happening to us. Like, we've lost a lot of weight together. What, like, how much weight? Like, 265 pounds we've lost together.
0: 265.
1: Yeah, and we've had people hate on us, right?
0: Absolutely. I mean, (laughs) no different than anybody else. Yeah. So, we definitely been through it as far as the support system goes. I mean, sometimes you just expect people around you to understand your journey or your struggle, and they don't.
1: They don't. They absolutely don't. And for i mean it's for a myriad of reasons but um sorry i'm trying to set up this phone here you guys while we're podcasting struggling i'm trying to get y'all some video we have a device for that (laughs) i like it old school just prop it up on the other screen
0: yeah
1: but i mean it can happen for like a myriad of reasons i remember when i was first like secretly dieting and i didn't want to tell anybody And it's because I was embarrassed and I wanted to get a result. And I kind of had my mindset of like, I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm going to be like, boom, here's this new me. Mm -hmm. And I was a teenager when I was doing that. I was secretly dieting, like cutting down desserts, cutting down calories. I didn't really know what I was doing. I mean, I was under the age of 16, which is a whole nother topic in itself and we'll get to that in another podcast, but like I was secretly eating less, trying to eat better. I didn't even have a definition of what that was. And I was like hiding to work out. And it was because, it was because I wanted more confidence. I wanted to be a better me and I wanted to Feel good, but I didn't want anybody to know. But I knew they would eventually know when I started to just, you know, lean out. And I remember my mom telling me, "Well, you'll be fine. Like you'll go through puberty. Everybody leans out in puberty." That's like the old. Did, it, did your mom say? Was that women or
0: people? People told me that too. Okay, uh, you get taller. You lean out. You know what I mean? You go. You're growing to your
1: body. I'm like Marty, I'm my body was extra grown. You know, for me, I, you know, I was definitely obese at that time, but. I thought it was just a chick thing. I thought it was just for girls and women only. Nah. I thought that, you know, you'll grow and you're going to get a, a smaller waist and yeah, you'll get hips, but like your stomach will flatten out. You lose the fat in your face. Oh, that's like baby face.
0: You still eating Cheetos every yeah.
1: day. I have Cheetos in that bag over there. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but like, I was just, I was like, I'm going to secretly do it. And It didn't go well. I mean, I did end up losing a little bit of weight, but you know, I didn't have sustainable habits. So that was like a whole nother thing. And I think the the next times I remember dieting was when I was a freshman in college. I remember when I was working as a teller in the bank, I would bring food in and people knew my food changed. They used to be like, oh, it's break time. Someone would run to Arby's and get food. Someone would run to McDonald's, get everybody food. You know how it is. People take people's order. You guys know how it goes. And then it started becoming, oh, I brought my food. It was, you brought your food. Like, what do you mean you brought your food? And I'm like, yeah, I brought my food. And then the conversations became, what did you bring? And then it became, okay, why are you eating that when they saw it? So then it went from me dodging going to lunch with them because I assumed they weren't going to be supportive and would be like, why do you want to lose weight? I wanted to avoid those conversations. I was actually creating a place where I wouldn't even allow them to support me. And then what I thought was going to happen did happen once they found out that I was dieting. Um, It was like, why are you eating that? You don't really need to lose weight. And I kind of, in my mind was like, well... I didn't have horrible body confidence, but it was obvious that I was definitely like at least 40, 50 pounds overweight. But it was kind of like, well, just come eat what we're eating. Like, how long can you keep up with that? Like, those were the things people would say um, to me. What were your like earliest times remembering people not being supportive of what you were doing?
0: I mean, one time I can go back, if if we're going to work, like I can talk about one time, I had a coworker that actually, found out because at this time you got to think i was like 300 and 300 between 370 and 380 pounds so i had decided that yeah, i had enough and it was over and i was going to do something about it and i was going to lose weight well at work every friday we went out to eat hmm. and it was like all the supervisors went out to eat
1: fat fridays
0: <laughs> yeah fat that's what we clinics. did we look forward to it all week and then you know as long as we had everything going right on the Friday, you know, we can link and go out to eat. Um, well, of course, once I started meal prepping, that was out the door, right? Like for me, my basically my goal was I was either going to go out to eat with you on the weekend or I was going to go out to eat with my coworkers on Friday. But it was only if I hit my weight loss goal for that week. Like, And if I didn't hit it by Friday, of course I couldn't go. So I had one coworker that actually... And he was, he was, he was this type of guy anyway. He was this type of dude. But he was like, he was like, oh, so you diet in again? He was like, what what number diet is it this time? And he was a big dude too. So he had been through it too. But he was like, oh, so it's gonna work this time? Like kind of like that. And you know, you don't want to hear that when you, you know what I'm saying, 370, 380 pounds, and you trying to get this weight off you. But I was like, yeah, I'm gonna lose 100 pounds like that. And I used it as motivation, but you gotta think. I don't necessarily think he was, you know, hating or trying to discourage me purposely, but he was an older gentleman and he was a bigger guy, been a bigger guy for a long time. And he had failed so many times that he's like, yeah, okay, it's going to work for you this time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that could either discourage somebody, it could break somebody or make somebody and, you know, pressure, pressure busts pipes or it creates diamonds for me. Like you put the pressure on me and I'm going to turn into a diamond. So.
1: Every time, baby. Yeah. Every time. So that's
0: one big one for me.
1: And I mean, and people don't understand how discouraging that is when someone else pushes their failure on you to encourage you to just quit. Yeah. Like people don't know like how much courage you may have had to get to even start. And in day three, they're like, quit that shit. It's not gonna work.
0: Right. And and it's early on, especially early on, y'all know. When you early on and you changing your lifestyle, like it's hard as hell.
1: It's hard. Like people say, it takes twenty one days to make a habit. I'm like, nah, it's like sixty days, ninety <laughs> days. Easy. Like yeah. twenty one days is not even enough time to see the transformation that you want, let alone like have these habits stacked where you're doing it without even thinking. Yeah, habit stacking. Yeah, habit stacking. That's a whole nother podcast, stack. y'all. Stack. But another
0: time, it was actually you.
1: <laughs> oh shit.
0: Yeah, it was you. Yeah. So so mind you like when i had when i blew up like before i even changed my eating habits like me and my homeboy we decided hey we about to we about to start hitting the gym it was me and my homeboy pace you remember we hitting the gym and we hitting it hard this was like 2011, so,
1: 2012
0: y'all yeah so go okay, to i go work she wasn't the morning. lifting yet she wasn't lifting yet but she had already lost a lot of weight but like, i was
1: hating
0: yeah she had lost a lot of weight I was walking around huge so we uh, decided to start going to the gym every day after work. And you know, it's two people in the gym. We talking a little bit. So it take us two and a half hours, three hours at the gym sometimes. So I would get home and she would be talking shit. Like, she's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be at the gym. What you doing? Is that and other. Yada, yada, yada. Every day to the point where it started to be some days where I'm either rushing at the gym or I'm like, dude, I can't go today because I don't want to hear that when I get home. And it wasn't necessarily her trying to sabotage me. She didn't understand because she wasn't in the gym yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I think it may have been like a year later. It might have even been two years later. Um, Cause I eventually was like, all right, it's too much. I don't want to hear this shit no more. And I stopped going to the gym. It was because like December 2013.
1: Cause if yeah. you know, at the time to scroll back 10 years on my Instagram, there's a photo of us in the gym Completely different body composition yeah. than we are now. That's when we started. So it yeah. was like, yeah, that was like a
0: year after uh, after you. Me be,
1: be, be bitching and being a little jealous, you know.
0: Yeah. So next time I went to the gym, I took her with me because mm-hmm. I was I was like, yo, if 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 you just gonna have to learn how to get it in in here, and then you'll know I'm not in here playing around or whatever. And once once we did that, you know, we bonded on a different level, and she understood why I spent so much time in the gym. And then she started bodybuilding. So she started spending more time in the gym than
1: me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's definitely what happened. I want y'all to know that I wasn't being unsupportive. Look, let me defend myself. (laughs) I wasn't being unsupportive in the way that um, I wanted him to fail his diet. I was being unsupportive in what he was doing was now uncomfortable for me in the way that it was spending more time away from me from the normal times that we hung out together after work. Y'all know how it is. Like after you work a whole day, you have things that you like to do to kind of wind down to get your mind ready to go back maybe into a soul, you know, a soul sucking job the next day. He was working out a couple hours every night. And I'm like, where's my boo at? Like, I want to be able to have this time with him. So it wasn't that I wasn't supporting him getting healthy It was me being uncomfortable and missing him in the times that we used to have. And so when we talk about what you guys should do later, like, remember that, like, remember that feeling.
0: I was getting D's and you ain't like that. (laughs) I was D's and she ain't like it.
1: (laughs) Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, also a time I remember was when one of your best friends talked about me counting potato chips.
0: Oh yeah. We still talk about that to this day.
1: And you guys are going to see that in my content for years to come. Like our reels. Y'all going to see that mm-hmm. when I'm talking on workshops, I'm going to talk about it in our blogging. Cause you guys, we blog, we have a Pinterest outside of podcasts. I'm plugging everything gtransformationacademy.com. But in all my content, I talk about him and I love him. And you know, eventually we're gonna have him on the podcast for y'all to meet because he's an amazing person. He is definitely a brother to me, and is and is a brother to Randall. They've been best friends forever. No. But I will never forget back in I think it was like 2020, maybe it was already 2021 when I was dating Randall in college, and I would go over to their house, and you know, we would oh, eat whoa, together.
0: Oh, whoa, whoa, you tripping? Uh, but- 2021.
1: What? Yeah?
0: No? That's two years ago.
1: Oh, I mean 2001.
0: Boy.
1: (laughs) Sorry.
0: You tripping, tripping. I'm sorry.
1: Maybe (laughs) I haven't had enough carbs today. 2001. So y'all, this is 20-something years ago. But like, I would go to their house in between um, classes. We would hang out. And I remember he was like, I think he offered me some chips. And I was like, I don't think I could have chips because I'm like, I'm I'm calorie tracking. It wasn't macro tracking yet calorie tracking i'm like oh my god i was like yeah i'll take some he was like you know here you go i remember the flavor they were barbecue chips like i remember you guys know how y'all have those moments where you just remember exactly where you were what you were wearing what you're doing what you were eating it was barbecue chips was it was, lays
0: or was it ruffles
1: it was lays because they were no no ridges yeah ridge man, free like i'm ridges. team I'm, I'm team ridge free yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. so i was man. pouring
1: them out on the plate them ridges. it was a paper plate i remember the plate chips coming out reddish orange you guys know how they look and i'm like i poured them out and then i go whoa 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 because it was too many he was like what you doing what you doing i was like i gotta count he said what i said i gotta count them so i read the back of the bag and he said what are you doing i said i gotta look at how many chips i can have i didn't weigh back then y'all this was pre-weigh so i'm counting it out and i think it was like seven chips nine chips and he was like, what are you doing? I said, you can only have one serving. Like, this is a serving. And he looked at me like, what is a serving? <laughs> yeah. And and be honest, Randall, y'all was eating a whole bag of chips. Yeah, we a smacked whole,
0: a whole family size.
1: Yeah, per yeah. person, I think. That's right?
0: what we used to do. And some dip. Chips yeah. and dip.
1: And I'm trying to count out my chips while they had a jar of dip. They had the whole bag. They would go to McDonald's and get that what forty nine cent hamburger special.
0: Thirty nine cent, we're gonna whatever cheese from the store and put it on top. Baby.
1: special. He went and bought a pack of cheese. Y'all, we're gonna have more conversations drunk, about baby. money in the future and how we've been able to, to <laughs> develop generational wealth. Part of it came from struggling and buying cheese, to put on our own McDonald's cheeseburgers. Yeah. But like I was counting them out, and he was like making fun of me. He was like, "Just eat them." Like they just chips. Like, I'm like, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm like, I eventually had to tell him why. And I was embarrassed. I was like, I'm trying to like lose weight. He was like, that's not gonna make a difference. Counting these chips. Like just yeah. eat the chips. Because he was, I think, kind of thinking of it like seven chips, like how many calories could that be? Like, think how everybody could put seven chips in their hand and just throw them in their mouth and yeah. eat them at once. They're so thin. But like they're 140 calories every single handful. I mean, you can rack up five, six, 700 calories easily, and I will never forget. And it wasn't that he was being super unsupportive. He just didn't understand why. And so sometimes people like I was saying with Randall, it wasn't that I I was jealous, but it was out of the norm. And for some people, they're not always supportive because they don't understand why. But I'm going to tell y'all what, to this day, Lou Stroder gets why. (laughs) And he is very supportive of my journey. So the tables have have turned. So I love you, brother. Shout out to you. Shout out to you.
0: (laughs) Shout out to love.
1: But I've also had people go like, why are you not eating carbs? Um, I couldn't do that. Like they'll look at your plate and be unsupportive and go, well, I couldn't do that to make you feel like you couldn't do that. Um, There's just so many ways but we've also you guys had clients that have very unsupportive partners and family. So like throughout our journey, there's been times where I'm more into my journey and he's, you know, learning to support me and get better. There's times he's more into his journey or on a different journey, and I'm still learning 20 some years later to be supportive of him. But all in all, we have been supportive of each other. But we know that you guys may not have people that are supportive. We have had clients and family and friends have their spouses try to sabotage them because they're, for different reasons, jealousy, um, it's uncomfortable. They don't want to eat different. They don't know what macros are, but they're thinking they're going to be eating veggie patties and broccoli for dinner every night. Like they don't know what it's going to be. And so we've had people have family members do things like, buy chips and buy you know buy four bags of chips at a time buy the chips two one get one free buy gallons of ice cream and put them in the house
0: yeah yeah and we heard it all.
1: we've like we've seen it all or like yeah. come home with like two pizzas or say like hey i just ordered whatever it's on the way and that person's like well i had a, a plan like hey you're like kind of sabotaging me and we've had clients have you know people tell them things like hey You're not going to make it anyway. You might as well quit. Like very mean things or like, oh, you're down five pounds. I can't tell. This is like a waste of time. Like we've had it on client applications where people, spouses, both male, you know, both women and men say, you know, things like my spouse is like not supporting me and they don't want to invest because they feel the pressure to get the result because they have an unsupportive person. And they're like, can you guarantee me a result? And we will tell you guys with weight loss and fat loss, even muscle gain, there like is no absolute guarantee.
0: No guarantees.
1: Yeah. Like things happen. Your body is different. Your genetics, your biochemistry, the, your dieting history. Like there is no absolute guarantee, but we feel you like we see you guys, we hear you guys. We know that, you know, sometimes you do have people on the back end that are like, are you going to, are you going to get your money's worth of this weight loss? and they're almost in the background clapping for you to fail
0: and that's the that's that's one of the most discouraging things is when you have somebody in your life that's supposed to be there to support you that doesn't because i Mm -hmm. i remember when when i first started when i wanted to lose weight like it was before you became a nutritionist so i hired somebody to actually get my my macros which i mean they ended up not being right but 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 that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about that another time. But the point is, like, it wasn't cheap. And you were like, when I said I wanted to do it, you were like, yeah, do it. And I was like, I was kind of shocked. I was like, what? You was like, yeah, do it. Like, uh-huh. and, you know, I did it. And that got me started on a journey. Like, I mean, I, lost, I think I lost my first, like, 40 pounds with him. So it's like just having that person in your corner to encourage you and to say, go, do it. You know, give you the green light does a lot for you.
1: It does. Like to have the support in like anything is amazing. So we definitely feel for y'all that don't have someone that is there to support you. But I mean, there's lots of reasons why people are not supportive. Yeah. One, sometimes they're think they think like you're you're going to become obsessed. And it can be from like, oh, they see the new Tupperware you're getting rid of foods, you're buying foods they've never seen, you're maybe putting post-it notes on a meal so you know what the macros are if you pre-weight it, Um, mapping out your food for the week, cleaning out the fridge to have a side of the fridge just for you so things aren't mixed, buying special snacks, Um, setting your clothes out, like that might just happen two days into your journey and they think that's obsessive.
0: They do, they do and and like, you, could, you can say it's obsessive or this, that, and other. I mean, I, I like being like that. I like being organized. I like knowing exactly what I'm putting in my body all the time. And I like my damn meal prep. Like people see your meal prep and they feel like that you punishing yourself. So they want to step in and say something or say, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Yada, yada, yada. I get it all the time. People ask me to this day, they're like, okay, you lost a hundred and whatever pounds. they like, okay, you look good. Why you still count macros? Why you still meal prepping? Because I like it. Uh-huh. Like I, I like to have my food the way I like. I like eating clean. I like meal prepping because I don't want to eat whatever that whatever's there wherever we go. And I like my lifestyle. Like people think that we're suffering, I guess, and 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 we're happy. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. so you know, um. Just support. You yeah, don't have to
1: do that. It's like I mean, it's to each their own. Like, like you said, like we like this, right? And a lot of people, once they feel better, they like it too. That's why people continue to track macros. Absolutely. Um. Sometimes people are also challenged by seeing you become a better you. Absolutely. That's a huge one. Absolutely. And they feel threatened by you becoming a better you. What is that going to do for you? Like now you're going to think you're better. Now you're going to have confidence um sometimes people think people are gonna start like looking for a new partner you know like cheating yeah um getting more attention because you're a better you a better looking you a better confident you you guys confidence is sexy you cannot buy that
0: two things though <laughs> if, if that person was gonna leave you because they lost weight and look better it was gonna leave you anyway so mm. i mean you were not gonna you ain't gonna be able to stop that and then uh like you said sometimes people get threatened by you becoming a better you Sometimes we're surrounded by people that don't necessarily want to see us lose, but they only want to see us win as much as as much as they want us to win. They don't want to see you win more than they're winning. Oh, and that's the type of person that I don't need in my circle. Oh, because yeah, everybody around me, I want to see them win.
1: Yeah, I don't, they want- I don't
0: care if it's better than me or if they're more successful than me. Keep pushing.
1: Yeah, if you if you only win this much, it's okay with them. But if you yeah. win this much. Yeah. Then you become a threat.
0: I, I want you to be better than me so you can teach me.
1: Mm. And I'm going to teach you. Yeah, because you're only as strong as your circle. Yeah. I think the other thing that people see when you're trying to be a better you and get in shape, whether it's you're just eating better, sleeping better, working out, get more muscle, is they see you becoming successful and they think about all their failed attempts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They see all of the times that they could make it and then they feel like they don't have discipline, willpower, whatever you want to call it, but they see their failed attempts by you being successful.
0: Yeah, that's definitely And it hurts.
1: Yeah, it hurts that's people. The thing. Yep. And then another one is when they see you eating better, which is normal, you guys. It really is normal to eat whole foods. Like, to eat whole foods 70% of the time or more, That's that really is what's normal. Not eating... Yeah. Out every day and processed foods. Sometimes it clicks in them where they're going. dang, that's probably what I should be doing. And it triggers them to be like, "Oh my God, I sh- I know I'm not healthy. I know my last lab said this. I know I feel like this. I have knee pain. I have back pain. My doctor told me to do these things, and I didn't do it. And it just it it sets a, a an alarm off of like I should be. I should probably be doing better." But when the spouse or friend or coworker isn't doing those things, they're like, okay, no, not as many people around me are doing it. I I don't got to do these things yet.
0: Yeah. And it's it's weird to me. Like that whole thing is, it's weird to me, but I get it. But when I see you, like we're, we're better together when we're both on track. Mm -hmm. Like for for me, like when I see you focused and and getting it in, it just makes me want to do it that much more you know um so that's a that's a weird one to me it's a weird dynamic like I said I get it how it makes people feel sometimes like oh I'm eating like shit and you over here eating veggies and fruits you know what I mean Mm -hmm. clean protein but I mean you should use that as motivation it shouldn't yeah
1: uh, I mean that's how I felt like certain times when you kicked up a few notches Mm-hmm. maybe at first out like first day or two, I'm like why is he doing all that day three i'm like you ain't leaving me shit I, I, anybody look good without yeah. me? i'm mm-hmm. coming like we do everything as a pair so like yeah what the other one does motive motivates each other and i don't think people realize like how much they need how much they need each other
0: yeah you'd be so much more powerful as a unit
1: mm-hmm. and then the last thing i think people see probably also kind of tied to you become a better you is they're selfish hmm they, they're they selfish because they want to be the better you that you're becoming. They want to look better. They want to feel better. They want you to be comfortable. And sometimes they kind of want to have you in a lesser than place. I'm sure. It's controlling.
0: I'm sure. And I'm sure it's a little difficult. I mean, for some people, like it wasn't, I, I didn't feel this way. And you know, you got fit and got in shape before I did. So everywhere we went, <laughs> you know, people are like, oh, you look good. This, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. They like, damn E, you know what I'm saying? You sexy. For Ooh. me, for me, it was a compliment. Like I, I liked it. You know what I'm saying? Even though I still wasn't, you know, in shape yet. Like, and I wasn't on that journey yet. For me, like I enjoyed it.
1: Good. I'm glad you did. But I
0: got a lot of confidence. And I didn't ever thought that you was gonna leave me or nothing.
1: That's the other thing that y'all will probably hear is like a raining theme. <laughs> One is <he's> a Leo. <laughs> As a reigning theme through like our podcast and how we're bringing it to you guys like relationship style and marriage style, Randall is extremely confident and I have not been able to do a lot of the things that I've been able to do in business and my mindset, fitness, everything without him being confident and it takes confidence to support people. So if Mm -hmm. y'all are on here listening, listening, and you're not supporting people, y'all need to get your own confidence up and work on yourself
0: yeah yeah, But like you
1: absolutely do so like what to do what to do when people are acting like this like so now y'all have heard our story the things we've been through the things we see how people are like perceiving us like what to do so like number one you have to remember if they don't support you and you need support mm-hmm. Like, if you're wanting to do this for you, keep doing it for you. Like, don't, if you really want to do this for you and they don't want to support you, like, number one, you're going to have to know it might be a little bit harder, but you need to just do it for yourself.
0: Yeah. And you have to have a why and you have to remember that why when things get hard. I mean, for your why, it may be you, it may be the way you look. It may be like, for me, my why was always my family, like, because at the, at the weight I felt like you know I had sleep apnea. I had some other health issues, and I felt like I wasn't gonna be around a lot longer. I wasn't gonna be able to play, you know, sports with my kids. Matter of fact, I'll post a video because I found it the other day that actually woke me up. And it was uh, I was training my daughter um for basketball, and we were at the YMCA, and you were recording it. Uh-huh. And when I went back, we trained so we could go back and look at her handle and look at her jumper, her form. But when I saw me on the video, I was like, oh, this, this, this got to stop. This has to change. But I say that to say, once you have your why in place, there should be nothing that can knock you off your track. Mm.
1: It's true. That's true. Next, I would say what to do is if you need support and someone is acting up on you, like you have to ask for help. Like Mm -hmm. this is kind of like the rule in all types of relationships, family, friends, partner, whatever, sometimes like to nip it in the bud, all you have to do is ask for help and say, like, this is what I need from you because I really need this from me. Like we, it's not enough to just let somebody be unsupportive and let it end there. Like sometimes you just have to ask for help.
0: Yeah. And and that's that could be a hard thing to do. Mm. It could be hard to ask somebody for something that you feel like that that's not giving it to you. And you feel like they're not giving it to you on purpose. But you you never know, like she said, until you ask somebody. You don't know if they are even recognizing that they're not supporting you or giving you that support or being there for you when you need it. So you need to you need to ask them for that help and and explain to them why you need that help.
1: Mm-hmm. That was gonna be my next point. Like tell them why you need their help. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes people start a journey because their doctor tells them their cholesterol is high, their triglycerides are high, like they're in danger of heart disease and don't tell their partner and then they start on a diet. Well, it might be the time to tell them, hey, I didn't tell you this, but back in such and such, I had these labs. This is why, and this is like why I need your help. Like mm-hmm. it's not just about like vanity purposes, but maybe you need it because of anxiety. Maybe you need it because of just dis- depression. You don't feel confident to take a... um or apply for like a higher position in your job, but you have to tell them why you need their help. Yeah. it's a tough conversation.
0: It is. It Mm -hmm. really is. But I mean, it's a tough journey.
1: It is. It definitely is. And if you, after all that, those things like saying you need help and why you need help, if your partner decides to be, Um, unsupportive you have to remember that like it's human nature to want to like pull themselves back into the default of what is actually comfortable and this is something that Dr. Lisa Lewis um, who's a psychologist had said at a conference that I was at like the norm is to be in your comfortable spot and they're going to try to pull you the unsupportive person, like try to pull you back into what is comfortable, being unhealthy, being sedentary, but you have to go, okay, how can I make more space for myself and my goals so that I can win? And like it's the habit stacking where we're talking about, like the discipline of you trying to stay on track while they're being unsupportive is a whole task in yourself. But the more that you keep at resisting them to pull you back into what is comfortable and you being more consistent um the more likely you won't fall off by yourself but hopefully your partner will then also be pulled to join you yeah. which is hard like you just have to keep going and hope they they hop in with you if not you'll have you have developed consistency you just do it by yourself
0: you gotta do sometimes you gotta do stuff by yourself like it's not, you know, it's not ideal, but in life, there are going to be things that you have to accomplish by yourself. Like, and and that's okay, but you have to, you know, you, sometimes you just got to put your chin up and put your, you know what I'm saying? Tuck it and and go to work. I mean, you was born by yourself. You're going to die by yourself. Sometimes you got to get to work by yourself.
1: Mm, Yeah, exactly. Another thing is like not continuously wasting energy trying to change the minds of people that don't support you if you told them you need help you've told them why you've asked for help and you're pushing like keep pushing on like don't waste more time holding yourself back by trying to defend why you're doing it like stop just nah. keep going you can't change everybody else's mind
0: you can show them better than you can tell them Ooh. so stop telling them and show them because first they're gonna first they're gonna talk about you Then they're going to ask you how you did it. And then they're going to ask you to help them do it. Mm -hmm. So, hey, stop talking and just show them.
1: Exactly. And if you have people that are unsupportive in your household, like then lean on your friends. Maybe your sister isn't supportive. Maybe your mom isn't supportive. Like I've done some diets. My mom was like, why are you doing that? I love you, mom. But (laughs) same thing. If you don't have anybody at home then ask your friends if your friends aren't supportive like get new friends maybe at you know lunch you're seeing a note another co-worker that is like bringing their meals and whatever maybe you don't speak to them maybe you need to be speaking to those people who are doing the things like you but like if you don't have it at home then seek your friends right
0: yeah and one thing about it the the one thing about it like and the thing that i love about it, the fitness community the nutrition community when people, like, people group together. Mm-hmm. Like, they group together, and they work together, and they bond. It don't matter what color you are, what gender you are, this, that, and the other. If I'm in the cafeteria at work, and I see somebody else's meal prep, you know what I mean? I'm going I'm to relate to them just off GP. So, I mean, that's how I form some of, you know what I'm saying, my my best relationships, Um, you know, over, over you know, may, whether it be nutrition or whether it be the gym. You know, that's where bonds are formed sometimes
1: yeah and if y'all don't have a community you can join ours
0: definitely we're open baby
1: (laughs) always open (laughs) always open to support and we're always popping yeah um the next one i think it's this is like both a thing for us i'm a gemini and he's a leo but sometimes you have to use it as motivation when someone else doesn't support you i've done that a lot in my life and not just fitness even in business and edgy oh Oh, you don't think I'm going to get a a, a double degree? Oh, I'm going to get this double degree. Oh, you don't think I can be a nutritionist? Oh, okay. Let me me show you. Watch me. Yeah. Sometimes you have to use people's motivation.
0: I mean, I've been doing it. I've been doing that since, I don't know. When I was in seventh grade, I remember going to the guidance counselor's office and they asked you history about your family and who graduated and who went to college and who was alcoholic. And she told me, Like, it was like an 80% chance that I was going to be an alcoholic and I wasn't going to, you know, graduate high school and this, that, and the other. And I used that to drive me. Like, every time I got discouraged about something, I thought about her. Because I was like, she'll never be right about me. She'll never be right about my life. And the same thing when I had that coworker. Like, oh, you going to do this again? So that was my motivation. Because every week I was going to come into work and I was going to look better and show them like i can show you better than i can tell you now look oh, at me now look, look at, at me.
1: me now Oh, <laughs> i'm getting paper boy <laughs>
0: so at the end of the day y'all um uh, you got to realize your goals are your goals like your goals are not their goals so if somebody's not supporting you i mean at the end of the day fuck them fuck them yeah <laughs>
1: love that if y'all haven't gotten a synopsis of of Randall's personality because you guys were following me at first like that is definitely your personality fuck him
0: yeah I'm gonna win anyway he
1: taught me to say that about so many things in life like fuck him you're gonna win you're gonna win anyway yeah you can't
0: stop me from winning Mm
1: -hmm. and I'm
0: not gonna stop myself so I'm gonna win anyway
1: absolutely absolutely So I hope this stuff was helpful for y'all today. But like I said, if you guys need a community and you need a touch of accountability and support and you're looking for some coaching that is affordable, we definitely want to share with you guys that a few months ago, we made an entirely new monthly macro membership program called Make It Count. Um, DM us if you guys need details, but if you guys go to www.gtransformationacademy.com and it's backslash make hyphen it hyphen counts. We'll get that in the show notes. We do have a coaching program for accountability and support with monthly macros and our fitness app. And it's only $97 a month. So it's less than a hundred dollars per month. Plus you get the community if you do not have people around you supporting you it's a
0: deal man it's definitely a deal, a deal.
1: <laughs> all right you guys we love you we hope this has been helpful like sub- subscribe share is that what you always say babe yeah you got it <laughs> like subscribe and share download you got and download we love the downloads yeah and we'll see you guys on the next all podcast. Right, y'all. Baby.
0: thanks for listening to our podcast today Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. In the meantime, be healthy and get wealthy.